Recently, it was revealed that the Chinese consulate in New York was paying social media influencers to post about the Beijing Olympics. What was interesting is that the formula the influencers were meant to adhere to stipulated that about 70% of the posts should be about the Olympics, and the other 30% should be about political issues, things like U.S.-China relations or other messages that the Chinese consulate wanted out there in the public sphere. This raises questions about why a state like China would want to spend time and money promoting its messages in this way. These questions are the subject of my new book, published by Oxford University Press, called Making the World Safe for Dictatorship. And I plan to say a few words about that book. Uh, my name is Alex Dukalski. I'm an associate professor at University College Dublin in Ireland. So in the book, I develop a concept called authoritarian image management, which I define as comprising efforts by the state or its proxies to enhance or protect the legitimacy of the state's political system outside its borders. So it includes kind of the classic strategies of external propaganda, but also the extraterritorial censorship and repression meant to shape the international uh, information environment relevant to that state's image. So it's sort of, you can think of it like soft power kind of built on hard uh, tactics. And I have three main research questions in the book. What motivates, first, what motivates authoritarian states to look good abroad? Why do they care what outsiders think? Like why would the Chinese consulate spend money to for influencers to post positive messages about China? Second, how do authoritarian states manage their image abroad? What exactly do they do as a practical matter? And third, what are the causal chains linking actions to outcomes? In other words, what do the architects of authoritarian image management tactics think they're accomplishing? On the motivation side, the first, the first question, why do states do this? Uh, I argue there are two sets of reasons, internal reasons and external reasons. Internally, showing that the country is respected abroad, you know, that foreigners look positively upon the country can be a source of domestic legitimacy. Um, you see this quite a bit in authoritarian states when something is positive, uh, when, when a foreign company or individual, high-profile individual says something or does something positive about that state, then it's reported back into the domestic propaganda streams of that state. Having uh, the state's messages abroad also discredits challengers, so exiles or foreign critics who might undermine the state's power or messages are marginalized. There are also external reasons why states want to manage their image abroad. Uh, it can prevent uh, democratic diffusion and kind of undermine democratic values abroad, uh, and it can influence international norms. The second main question is, is what exactly, uh, you know, how, how do authoritarian states manage their image abroad? What do they do? Um, and here I develop a theoretical framework to synthesize and think about uh, the different kinds of activities that, that states uh, undertake. So I think about two different kinds of audiences, diffuse audiences, which is the general public, and specific audiences, which is key individuals or small groups. Okay. The diffuse uh, general publics, you know, you want just positive messages generally about your state out there. Specific uh, audiences is trying to influence a key journalist or decision maker or policy maker or something like that to act more friendly towards your state. In terms of tactics, I divide the activities into different kinds of tactics. 
promotional tactics is promoting content that's favorable to the government. So that's the 30% in, in the consulate example. But I also crucially integrate obstructive tactics, which aim to eradicate or eliminate unfavorable ideas disseminated by other actors. So combined, these audiences and tactics yield four different causal chains to help explain a range of authoritarian image management tactics, ranging from externally facing propaganda to assassinating exiled critics. How does this all play out? Well, in the book, I use lots of different kinds of evidence in a diverse uh, array of contexts to try to see how these mechanisms travel. I built uh, a data set of nearly 1,200 instances of transnational repression between 1991 and 2019. Uh, I also built a data set of public relations and lobbying activities by authoritarian entities in the United States. I undertake case study chapters of China, North Korea, and Rwanda to understand in kind of more fine-grained detail how this works. In terms of data, I use interviews, analysis of propaganda, analysis of public relations documents and contracts, primary documents, field work in a number of countries, uh, and, and so on. Uh, the book is available now at Oxford University Press's website or on Amazon. And I hope you find the time to check it out. It's called Making the World Safe for Dictatorship. Thanks very much.